1: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the radio program Warning. Also, if you're watching on social media or listening, welcome. I have a special guest. We're doing a special crisis intervention, if we want to call it that. The elections are coming up, and we need God to stop all interference. It's like a war where you send in the invading forces, the Marines, the Army, but first you have air support. Sure, we must do our part in speaking the truth. God has placed us as ambassadors. He's not going to come out of heaven to save us no matter how much we pray. But yet we need to do battle against demonic forces using evil men to try to take away our liberties and our freedoms. We all have a part to pray and also speak. That's why we preach. So it's a combination, and I have value prayer so much. We're trying to get 2,000 intercessors at World Ministries International in every nation on earth. I have with me Pastor Greg Winslow. Greg, welcome back.
2: Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, it's my pleasure having you again. This is actually our third interview. So if people have just tuned in, they miss the others, I want you to tell them what you're leading and what you're doing and then we'll carry on with this because we need to get as many people praying as possible and and you're leading an outreach trying to get people praying in all 50 states, representation in all 50 states. So it's a great thing you're doing. So why don't you share the name of it and what you're doing?
2: Okay, well, on November 6th, we are doing a 50-state prayer meeting, but is it okay if I give a little bit of background about myself and what has brought us to this?
1: Oh, certainly. I-, I want you to.
2: So, I was a missionary for 27 years in the country of Mexico, and during the late 2009, 10, 11, 12 era, we had a violence epidemic, and it was just a gruesome violence going all over the country, and we knew... We're not going to get help from the military the police or the government so if we're going to get any help we're going to have to cry out to god so we gathered about 40 churches on the basis of birthright and we got about a thousand people in our region very small region and we came together and prayed and sought god for the problem uh, we didn't have a lot of preaching we didn't have a lot of music we had a lot of people praying for the situation and then that night The governor of zihuatanejo mexico where i lived accepted the lord he gave the keys of the city to the church and we saw an immediate decline in the violence in our region all of a sudden it became very peaceful to be where it was very tumultuous so when we came up to new england we saw the same type of situation the lord directed us to get the snhu arena something we had never done before and we gathered two thousand seven hundred people in the arena on October 28, 2018 to pray against the drug situation here in New Hampshire, which was number one in the country per capita at the time. And we again saw a dramatic decrease in drug overdoses, opioid deaths, violent crime. And it was because the church rose together as a unified body and pushed back the enemy. The church didn't cross its arms and say, we're going to wait for an election to change everything. We're not going to wait for this person to act. The church rose up and said, we're going to take action. And so, since then, we've been taking action to gather people to pray and to seek God for the healing of our nations, according to Second Chronicles 7.14, which, as you know, says, if my people, God's people, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Not talking about the unbeliever doing that is talking about god's people doing that is making us see we have wicked ways within the church that need to be repented of turned from and we also need to seek god in prayer something we've been very negligent about doing we're good at preaching we're good at singing and prophesying and all those things but we're not good about seeking god in prayer and so our whole ministry has been to rally pastors, ministers, people to come together as God's people on the basis of birthright and pray and seek God for the healing of our country, which we all see is in desperate need of supernatural intervention from God. Whether we get it or not is not depending on him. It's depending on us, like you just said. We work with the Lord in this. And so on November 6th, we are seeking to gather all 50 states from maine to hawaii come together on unified prayer and begin to pray to god on behalf of our nation the situation we have elections coming up and dr jonathan i used to live in a country that gave up on elections because it was constantly corrupt And I see that same attitude coming into our country where I was at the airport the other day and this man had a Jesus shirt on his chest and we were giving him a a flyer about praying for Congress and he's like, I don't vote because they don't count it anyway. And I said, where are you from? And he said, I'm from Georgia. And I said, boy, of all states needs to vote, it's Georgia. And yet there was a hopelessness in the believing heart that his vote was not important. So once again, we're looking to get 50 states come together, pray for the country, pray for election integrity, pray for Jesus to get back on the throne of the country so that we can see a long-term change. We need a long-term change, not a short-term election win.
1: Well, I totally agree. You know, that's the whole goal of the communistic manifesto is to create situations where there's no more hope in that nation. And, and this is certainly they're trying to have a communistic takeover with a lot of traitors right now leading this nation. But again prayer is critical. That's why I'm working with you right now. I've always believed in prayer. But he made a comment and you know good in preaching. Well, some of us are good in preaching. The gospel has been certainly twisted and polluted. You have an emergent church heresy going on and and there's been so much twisting of the gospel. Just like right now the Methodists just ordained a drag queen to preach in their oh. church. We oh. are in desperate trouble. That's why 2nd Chronicles 7:14 there needs to be repentance, and there needs to be repentance starting in the church. Greg, we need prayer like never before in the history of the United States of America.
2: For sure, Dr. Jonathan, and you and I see what's going on, but we need to pray that the church wakes up to what all this that is going on. It's not situations, it's circumstances that have been fabricated for or to come against the church. The IRS agents being hired, this and that and the other thing, these are all designed to silence the church. And we'd we wake up and see they're coming for us, they're not coming for the person who's not paying taxes. That's what it's going to look like, but that isn't what it's going to be. We're targeted, and if we do not wake up and begin to pray and activate, and I'm talking every Christian, I'm not talking ministers, I'm not talking intercessors, I'm not talking older generation, I'm talking everybody who names the name of Jesus, young, old, middle-aged, this country, another country, if we do not begin to come together and pray and understand the signs of the times, We're going to be swallowed up in it ignorantly, and the devil is having a heyday on our ignorance.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. You know, the Bible is so clear, lack of knowledge, people perish, lack of truth. And we've got to get back to the basics, which is prayer. And you're leading if my people, correct? Yes. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue to talk, I want you to make a decision that you're going to be part of praying. And we're going to talk more about that, especially when, you know, one of the keys is we are in one accord. Acts 2, 1 through 4, Pentecost. Why? They were in one accord. They were tearing. They were waiting. They were praying. Boom, the explosion happened. We got to get back to the unification prayer in one accord. And the more we get praying and praying properly, we can see that explosion that they saw in Pentecost with God coming down in powerful, powerful ways. Greg?
2: You know, uh, Dr. Jonathan, the we always can count on God. When we have a problem, we go to God, and, and we can count on him. He never fails us. But I, I wonder... If the question were flipped and God says, I need you now, can I count on you where we would stand? And I think God is issuing a challenge to the church that says, can I count on you to intercede for the country I gave you, that I blessed you with, that I allowed you to move to, that I allowed you to live and prosper in and be blessed in? That I count on you now to pray and preserve it and to ask me to intervene. And and that's right. They were in unity, but the church is, is, thinks it's all going to come out in the wash. It's all going to play out as... As God wanted, we win in the end, and we do win in the end, but that does not negate our responsibility today as Christians to come before the throne boldly and petition God for the country that he has blessed you and I in, allowed us to prosper and raise our family families in safely, and, and to see, you know, a, a protected inheritance from the hand of God. Over the, the decades. And now I think God is saying, Can I count on you?
1: No, you are exactly right. I mean, God will always win. He wins in the end. He's sitting right now in heaven watching. He gave us that responsibility to be ambassadors. He's not coming back to do our job. And depending on what we do, including prayer, depends if, if we suffer more than we need to. Uh, Do we come under tyranny instead of stopping it? Uh, Will the church come together in one accord, in repentance, and stop the science of judgment? Uh, It depends on, like you said earlier, God will do his part. He will forgive. He will bless. But we have to do our part. And we need to understand that we are in a battle, like you said, for the soul of this nation. Are we going to come under the new world order? They're trying right now to topple the republic and... As you also mentioned, Greg, Christians are number one target because, again, they represent the values of God. They represent the spirit of God, and they, they are what preserves a nation. And if they attack the Christians, true true Christians, uh, they're going to leave a lot of them alone because they're part on their side. But if they attack true Christians, let me tell you, they're attacking God himself. And what what do you have? You have tyranny. You have suffering. You have persecution. And I've seen it all over the world in China where my my grandparents, my father was, my my, uh, brother and uh, uh, uncle, my father's brother was shot in the head uh, in tyranny as communism took over. So, Greg, uh, you and I have firsthand experiences of suffering. I travel the nations. I see the slaughter of the church. It's no joke. We've got to come together now while there's freedom or we're going to suffer the consequences. Greg?
2: for sure i mean everybody's talking about the third great awakening and and a revival that that makes the book of acts look small and i hope for that and pray for that but half the theme of the book of acts is persecution of the church and and if we want something different it's going to really require us to stand in the gap and and f- cement our faith on the rock and and i would love to challenge your listeners anybody in any country wherever they hear this allow yourself to be counted on by god for someone who will stand in the gap allow yourself to be someone who allows god to use them in the prayer corner prayer's not boring i don't know where we ever adopted that prayer is boring and only older people like it Prayer is exciting when you see God move and and uh, and manifest. And there's a lot of people, I believe, ready to take up the banner for prayer. If there's just leadership and seeing, seeing especially the men rise up and say, "I will, I will be a man of prayer. I will be someone God can count on." And and this event is to rally a body. It's to trodden the pathway a little bit wider that's been overgrown by not being cared for, and it's to widen that path of prayer that we have allowed to grow over, grow with obstacles, and, and to make it visible for the generations behind us. This is the way they went in this day.
1: Well, you're, you're so correct, Greg. I know that uh, you and I and others that do spend time in quality prayer, let me tell you, the Spirit of God comes upon you in unique ways. And all of a sudden, your being is just radiating with, with joy and, and sometimes laughter. And uh, people need to know how exhilarating, how fun it is to get alone with God and really have quality time with God. Uh, if, if they've never done it, they haven't experienced what I'm talking about. But I know you understand what I'm talking about and those that are engaged in serious prayer. Now, I want you to also uh, mention, um, again, you're coordinating If My People, you're leading it, and uh, all 50 states. So why don't you go over that a little bit and maybe even the times. Uh, okay. And, and so people listening right now, because this program will go in all 50 states. And, and when can they... Uh, you know what what should they know
2: okay so starting at 6 p.m eastern time on november 6th we will begin to broadcast on youtube hidden Men of ministries channel and facebook if my people new england channel and and i know that's a little confusing it was it was kind of the way we started and we haven't been able to correct that yet but but it's a Facebook Live, If My People New England, because that's what we originally were, just New England, but now we're America. And it's Hidden Man of Ministries, which has If My People uh, meetings. And we are going to go right across north, uh, east to west, following the timeline. In every state, we are hoping for multiple gatherings of prayer meetings that will go, and some that will even broadcast this in their church, even though we won't tap into them. And we have assigned leaders. All across the country, almost all 50 of them are filled up, just a few states left. And what we're going to do is we're going to break into their prayer meeting, and they're going to pray for about five minutes with the online community and uh, with the group they're in. and, And they're going to pray for their state, the country, the elections, and for Jesus to be Lord over America. And then we'll pull out of there, and we'll move on to the next state. We're asking every state to get a young person, and by young person, I mean zero to 35, who will also pray alongside because the youth are in such need to get the prayer burden for the country, or they're going to have a very difficult country to maneuver. And so we're going uh, east to west, and if you'd like, you could gather a group in your church, your living room, any place, and you can tap into those two channels. You can share it, and and you can have a time of prayer. We're not asking people to be ready to pray when we show up. We're asking people to already be praying when we show up, and we want to break into their living room or their church, pray with them for a few minutes, and then move on. It will take six hours to do this, and we will start at 6 p.m., in in new england and end at six o'clock p.m in hawaii and uh so we have got six six seven or eight hours of prayer all going all across the country there's just some amazing intercessors that i have connected with and people of prayer pastors ministers all across that we are uh connecting for a time of prayer so if I, go ahead.
1: You said 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, but did you say Hawaii 6 p.m. too?
2: That's when we'll end. Okay, you'll so, end. There's 12 hour difference between New York and Hawaii, I guess.
1: Okay, <laughs> I, I want to. I, I didn't catch that. That's when we'll end. But uh, okay,
2: very Going good. Go back in time. <laughs>
1: okay, just so that people understood it's listening. They you know they don't have the same confusion I had for a moment, but. Uh, sure. You're, you're, you would really like if people would gather for six hours, but they could gather uh, any time during those six hours, especially when, when you're focusing in on that, that part of the country, correct?
2: Yes, yes, exactly. No one has to stay on for six hours. But it would be good if you could say, you know what, there's a prayer initiative going across. We'll gather our family. You know, it would be amazing and revolutionary if mothers and fathers would say to their kids, we am going to sit down. <coughs> Excuse me. We're going to sit down in the living room and pray with these guys. Fathers, mothers, and kids. Excuse me.
1: Okay. Well, very good. I know, Greg, that uh, we have a chapel. I'm going to have it full of people. Awesome. Excellent. And uh, again, if you can't pray the whole six hours, let me tell you, uh, that that would be great. Right, Greg?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, I use this graphic. <clears throat> excuse me, some have some flew down my throat. Well, I used this graphic of an old Get Smart um, picture. It was this guy on Get Smart, and he had a big, huge eyeing fist. And when I was about eight or nine, I saw that. Of course, we only have black and white TV, and I said, if that guy hits Maxwell Smart with that big, huge fist, he'll knock him into next Tuesday. That's the idea. I want the church to get a big, huge iron fist and give a big, huge kidney punch to the devil and send him to one knee so that we can get on with doing some of the things we should be doing. But that iron fist comes by the church gathering together together as a unified body. And to my knowledge, Dr. Jonathan, I don't know if this has ever been done before, but it's something that is worth connecting with and, and, and being a part of.
1: You've been listening to the Warning Radio program, had special guest, uh, Pastor Greg Winslow, leading If My People, uh, coordinating all 50 states in prayer. I'll tell you what, it, it's a critical hour we're living in. I wrote an article, It's Now Time. If you want to hear our other interviews, go to my website, www worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. And you can scroll back over the weeks. You can find the interviews with Pastor Greg and myself. Uh, we are constantly having great people on, uh, the right people running for office, spirit-filled, loving the Lord. Uh, you'll be excited. My website again, www.worldministries.org. We're also leading, I'm leading a, a thing called Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, Click on. We want to get into the NFL stadiums, NBA stadiums. We need another great awakening. Uh, We will have it. The question is, are we going to have it uh, before or during the tribulation? When is that great awakening? Is it going to be after? Because we fail to do our part and judgment falls, our nation collapses, and we suffer countless death. And out of the ashes, we cry out to God. Uh, Or or can we uh, cry out to God now? We need to cry out to God right now and then do what we can to let freedom continue. Uh, Again, he's leading if my people, if my people, join us in prayer. May God richly bless you.
3: Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hanson has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures.